Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. We're going to try to keep this one brief, but first, remember, Sunday, WrestleMania Backlash. We're going to be live with our reactions and our recap at the YouTube and then at the Twitch. But first, talk about the news. Larson, what's in the news? So, uh, we can agree there's a lot going wrong creatively on Monday Night Raw these days. Oh, yes. Um, but could a roster shakeup lead to a re- revitalization mm. of the show? Mm. Uh, Russell votes as a report that suggests that such a shakeup has been talked about backstage is what Russell votes had to say quote there's been backstage chatter recently that the raw roster needs fresh faces two ideas I've heard talked about are Damian Priest getting a big opportunity and Alistair Black being moved over Orton and AJ having tag team roles have left the top a bit weak I can't remember where we talked about this week um, about how the WWE title match at Backlash will shake out because there's so few top of the card baby faces mm-hmm. on Raw. I mean, you got Drew, and then you could kind of make the case for Braun, even though he's just kind of Braun. Yeah, Braun just does Braun. what Braun wants to. He could. I mean, that's uh, it's good to have a utility player who could be in either role. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah heel or, or face, depending on the story. Um, but that's kind of it. Yeah, they keep on. They keep on. Or they got a ton people. of heels. They got. They got. Yeah, like an overabundance of heels. Yeah, there there definitely needs to be a shakeup. I think it's a lot. I think number one, these I like one of these moves. I like Damian Priest. He's new. He's fresh. Put him at the top. Why not? You know, get him up there, or have him start climbing like something fierce over twelve months. You know, build him. Yeah, but legitimately. I, but I just, the thing is, I wonder if this is a situation where like, well, we need we need some we need to, uh, an injection of, of fresh talent now. Yeah. All right, he beats the Miz at Backlash, and two weeks from now, he's facing Lashley for the title, which is going to be an L for Damian Priest, you know? Yeah, no, I know, I know. That's why you don't want to do that. Like, you, you need... I mean, it's the same problem they've had forever, which is they just, number one, they're really bizarrely short-sighted. It's like, hey, let's put yeah. two of our better singles guys, Orton and AJ, in a tag team. Oh, also, I'm sorry, Orton and Riddle. In a tag team. In a tag yeah. team. And then let's uh, let's wrap up AJ Styles. Uh, you know, Grand Slam guy in a tag team as well. Like, this is a bad move. Um, 
some positives. I, I kind of feel like Miz and Morrison are going to be breaking up soon, and mm-hmm. Morrison's going to be a babyface. Mm-hmm. Um, and Morrison could be shot to the moon, but I don't think they, they, they don't seem to want to do it. They have got Ollie and Ricochet on main event. They've got some terrific names in the 24-7 division that they're starting to break out. Garza, Gulak, uh, Carrillo. Um, so, like, I feel like the pieces are there. It's just they have put, they have put themselves in they've dug themselves in such a hole with how they've mismanaged these pieces. It's it's really quite bizarre. Every bad move you could make, besides making like Lashley the champion, and I actually like Sheamus as the U.S. champion. Mm-hmm. Like they make a lot of really bad moves. I know. You know? I mean, honestly, I I get the idea of um of debuting a Moss in a tag team role. Because you, you need yeah, help yeah, yeah. around him. You need help around yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But wrapping up AJ Styles in that. I, I well, just, it's, yeah, it's, I it's, it's the choice to do that, then also put Orton in a tag team, too. It's like if you do one or the other, yeah, then you still have the other person that you could use in the main event scene. But, the, you know, now they're both in tag teams. Yeah. So you can't use really any, unless you just say, all right, well, we need Orton in, in the main event now. All right, have him turn on real, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, it doesn't seem to make sense yet. The pieces are there. I mean, you've got Seamus can also be a good guy. You know, he could be just the badass who likes to, to beat people up and just have them beat up bad people. And there you have a so good guy. Essentially what Braun is doing now. Right, exactly. Except with like personality. So you can do that with Seamus. You got, I don't, it's, it's, like Ricochet. I don't get what they're doing with that. You know, like that guy has, has pure baby face. Written all over him, which there's very few of these days. But people because love he doesn't know how to doesn't know how to write baby faces, or Vince doesn't know how to write baby faces. Yeah, I don't know. Either they're generic yeah. and boring. Yeah, or they're heels. I mean, there's like there's there's a handful of examples of genuine yeah. baby faces that people could relate to. Riddle's like one Daniel of them, Bryan. but he does something very unique. It's like the stoner yes. thing, you know. Can't and I th- I everybody. think for the most part, you can quibble with with how. Drew for too long as champ was. Hey, I, I, as guy who introduces Monday Night Raw, mm, yeah, I think he was a, he's an example of a baby face on Raw who wasn't just boring, smiling baby face. Right. Yeah. He was taking the fight to people. Yeah. He wasn't being reactionary. He was being proactive. Yeah. And that's a rarity on WWE programming that a baby face is taking the fight to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he had a he had a code of ethics, but he wasn't a pushover. Yeah. Yes. Um. And yeah, it's bizarre that they're not able to handle that. I don't think it's a matter of. I mean, I think that there is – you do want to shuffle the roster a little bit. I don't think putting – I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess you know, if – Alistair Black, if you, if you handle him right, he can go anywhere. And I like this first batch of vignettes, but he's got to get out of that room. Otherwise, he's going to be stuck there for well, a year. Well, there's two worries with Alistair. It's, it's they keep doing the vignettes for too long, and then whatever momentum he might build with this new character is, is kind of – pissed away because they're not doing anything with them like mm-hmm. the room thing before yeah also you got a lot more confidence on the creative and smackdown whatever's going on in raw right now that's definitely true that's that's absolutely true although it was on smackdown where he languished before yeah. um and so i i don't know i there there's there's a lot of issues there um i'm glad i mean if nothing else if nothing else i mean you, you would think this is this is the proof is in the ratings and that they would see this, but if nothing else, there seems to be an awareness that there's an issue with Raw, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully they'll address it. But I mean, you have hopefully. all the pieces between what they got on main event and what they got on Raw. All the pieces are there for a. You can have, you can actually have a stacked tag division on Raw with the pieces they have. 
Just start pulling from the 24-7 division. Put Carrillo and Garza together. They're they're fan, they're literally family. That's 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 shoot. That's real. Put them yeah. together. You got one guy with tons of charisma. Another guy is a pure baby face. You know, put them together. That could be a lot of fun. Uh, Gulak and I don't know, like a guy like R Truth. Like, who would want to see that as a combo? That sounds like it's fun. You know, mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. a lot of pieces for tag teams that you could be using. Um, yeah. Bring back Authors of Pain. Sign those Please. guys. Again, yeah. yeah. You know, no. and you got War yeah. Raiders back. Yeah. So yeah. you could do that. You could have a stacked mid card around with, Sheamus in the U.S. title with Ricochet, Ali, singles Riddle. wrestlers together to form a tag team. That may like stuff like uh, RK Bro is fun from time to time, and they're seemingly use, using that to motivate mm-hmm. a Randy Orton face turn essentially. Mm-hmm. Where it seems the story is going to be now that he's palling around with with Matt Riddle, he's going to kind of you know turn his back on on the the, the legend killer. Mm-hmm. aspect of Randy Orton first spell until he invariably turns on Matt Riddle. Yeah, which is totally going to happen, yeah. Totally going to happen. Of course it's going to happen. Yeah. So the pieces the pieces are there. They they need a fresh approach to creative. That's the bottom line. And and but I hope, you know, I hope I hope they do shuffle some things around. I hope they do understand that and take a different approach. Mm-hmm. Um somebody who might needs a different approach to management, AEW. Uh there's so we talked about this like last week, I think, mm-hmm. uh where there was just sort of like some rumblings about some possible heat between some of the EVPs between Cody and Kenny and the Bucks. Um, and so there's a little bit more of that from PW Torch's Wade Keller and Jason Powell. And on top of that, a quote difference maker, <clears throat> a wrestler is hesitant to go to AEW because of that. Here's the exchange between Powell and Keller. And these transcripts come to you via wrestlingnews.co. Keller said, I'll be Keller, you be Powell Larson. All right, sounds good. There's going to be a book written someday by some of these EVPs or someone else closely observing, and we're going to learn a lot about dysfunction. We're going to learn what a very short honeymoon period there was between certain key people in the company who aren't even talking to each other anymore. I think we're going to find that out. I know there are people in other wrestling companies saying the Bucks and Cody and Kenny it's not going to be long at all before they want to have nothing to do with each other. The honeymoon period is going to be short. It seems like it is. It seems like there's some disengagement and people going off into their own that is showing up in certain ways. Uh, this is what Jason Powell had to say. If not, if that is not happening, they need to clear up that misconception. I do think it's happening. There's a would-be difference maker who could be there that has that opinion that there's all this infighting and this person for that reason is hesitant to go there. Is there any chance this guy's initials is PB? Or DB? Could be DB. I don't know. But I mean it's 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 not healthy to speculate because who knows, you know? But Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I mean exactly. there's there are some people, I mean there are some people that we know it's not going to be because of their contracts, but you know, there's obviously some obvious free agents out there. And yes. uh, there's a number, you know, few difference makers. Uh, yeah. SJ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is this is the the second time we've heard about that. this, um, and we've pointed out for a while that Cody's creative exists in an entirely different universe than seemingly the rest of AEW. Nobody else even references his stories, and I can't imagine the amount of validation if this is true, that they're all getting out of the reception to that promo of his. 
which was asinine. Um, yeah, nobody like MJF doesn't talk about him. Nobody references. Nobody talks about him. I mean, that's the thing about there is so much cross play between everybody in AEW um, except Cody's little slice. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out, where this all goes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. I don't, out know, either. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think Powell is right that if this, these rumors, there's more uh, talk about them, more people maybe bringing up instances, um, that even in just some comedic way to address it on BTE, to poke fun at it, um, you know, which they've done in the past. You hear rumors about stuff, they'll poke fun at it. And after that happens, you don't really hear talk about it anymore. Yeah. You know, it's like we got, you know, they'll acknowledge the rumor. They'll poke fun at it and lead you to believe, okay, this is just, this is nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody moves on. That hasn't happened yet. As far as I know. Yeah, no, it hasn't. Uh, and the real prop, you know, it'd be one thing if Cody was just fine existing in his universe and the bucks did their thing. But if it's actually preventing names and needle movers from signing there, that is doing harm to your business. Yep. You and know, that that's, worked out. that's, that's the difference. If it's the, if it's the right name, that's the difference between a 900,000, you know, viewer episode and a, and a million plus, you know, which perception wise kind of matter. I mean, who knows if it, if, if, you know, if anything, but the demo of the day, if they continue to do really well in the demo, what were they in the demo this week? Was it like second, third, something like that? It was still pretty good. It yeah. was still it was pretty first, good like last week, but it was still pretty good. I mean, if you want to grow this company to the next level, you know, you're going to need more big names, more big free agents that you can get your hands on. If you got problems up in, in management, that's going to be that that might be an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, speaking of AEW, uh, a lot of people poked fun, of course, at the conclusion of Blood and Guts because of the obvious crash pad that Chris Jericho landed on. According to Wrestling Observer, Jericho didn't come away from that spot unscathed. What happened, Larson? So uh, this is according to uh, Dave Meltzer in the newsletter. Quote, Chris Jericho suffered a dislocated elbow in the fall off the cage at the end of Blood and Guts. Uh, Meltzer continues, I presume he's working stadium stampede based on the television angle, but otherwise he's out for four to six weeks. I would explain, uh, you know, I I, I thought at first, because we didn't know this at the time, that the giant arm brace he had on mm-hmm. on Dynamite this last week was just kayfabe injury. Yeah, uh, I didn't. But I, if, I didn't you know, think about if, it. Yeah. If, yeah. So if if you take this uh, this report at face value, apparently he did bang himself up. Man, you know, I I understand people who might say you get a different angle on that shot, maybe, but that was a gnarly fall. I mean, when he just you know he talked about it too recently, and. You know, he talked about, yeah, his head being like a foot away from hitting the light Mm -hmm. and the margin of error is really thin. But like even hitting the crash pad, I mean, dude, could you imagine falling 20 feet and not knowing? I mean, I'm sure he's, you know, he's taken some falls before. He might have a good idea when to sort of brace, you know, for impact when that's going to happen. But could you imagine blindly falling backwards and the (laughs) of hitting that? That's horrifying. Mm-hmm. That dude took a fall for our entertainment. <laughs> and it was yep. a gnarly one. So, yep. you know, hats off to Jericho for that, if nothing else. Yep. Anyways, hats off yep. to us for watching Impact Wrestling last night. And hats off to the friendos for hanging out with us. And, and hats off to Impact putting on another fun show. Oh, man, absolutely. This was a blast. 
Uh, Havoc defeated Rosemary for the number one title shot at Under Siege. Afterwards, Deanna Perrazzo tried to attack Havoc, but Havoc was having none of it. Took care of her. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was was rad. LP, so there was an X-Division scramble. LP ended up getting the pin on Maple Leaf Muscle, Petey Williams, to get his X-Division title shot at Under Siege. There is this wildly entertaining spot where he was doing sort of an ode to old school where TJP was sort of holding him up on the ropes and LP was like, got Petey Williams on his on his shoulder. No, it was Ace Austin on his shoulders. Like jumped from run, one rope to the other rope and then dumped him. Oh, man. It was great. Did it was crazy. Like driver off the top yeah. of everybody else. It was crazy. Oh, it was it crazy. Was crazy. Uh, Willie Mack defeated Sam Beal. And then uh, Willie Mack is attacked by W. Morrissey. Afterwards, they have a match at Under Siege, I believe. Yeah. Uh, And then we got Dave Finley defeating Carl Anderson by DQ because I think Kenny got involved in this, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah. Kenny ran in and broke up a pin. And then a brawl broke out. And then uh, Ed Edwards, yeah. Yeah. uh, Got involved in uh, the the baby faces, chased the the elite out of the ring. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Also, uh, Brian Myers, the most professional wrestler, defeated defeated Crazy Steve. And in the main event, uh, Sammy Callahan, Moose, and Chris Bay defeated Chris Sabin, Matt Cardona, and Trey Miguel. After Sammy hits Chris Sabin with a package pile driver, they cut backstage to Don Callis looking really concerned. Specifically about Sammy Callahan, because he was like yeah. looking straight at the camera. So this is the six participants that's going to be in the Gauntlet match, and yes. no, Eliminator match. This is yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think it's Eliminator. I think it's just a six a six man match. It's a six man match. Okay, I think so. Um, yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. And then of course tonight is SmackDown. We got uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax taking on Tamina and Natalia mm-hmm. for the tag titles. Oh, okay, that's cool. It. That's, that's it. That's the only so preview we got. Okay. Yeah, it's the only thing that that's been announced that I that I that I have found. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Give this video a thumbs up. Check out one of these other videos on the screen right now. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home. It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.